0: Hello, my loves, and welcome back, or for the first time, to Bad Witch Podcast, the podcast where we get our witch shit together one spell at a time. Um, I just recorded the intro, and then Hulu started playing, <laughs> so I've already had to start and stop and start again. Um, Mercury and retrograde, right? Speaking of time for the Mercury and retrograde check-in, um, it finally got its foot off my neck, Um, that may be in part because I just didn't leave my house really this week. I ran some errands, but mostly I've been, uh, unpacking, doing laundry, spraying down my suitcase with a mixture of vinegar and agua de Florida, trying to get, uh, bacteria and also bad vibes out of it from this trip to Lisbon. Uh, you know, whatever Juju Delta put on my, or rather I should say gri, right? The voodoo Creole way. Uh, Grigory, that Delta put on my luggage, I have now cleansed it. It is physically clean. It is metaphysically clean. So we're all good. No more lost luggage. I am manifesting that right now because I never want to deal with that again. Oh, the stress of it all. So how has Mercury been? Has it just, has it eased up on you? Has it thrown you further into the fire? (laughs) Let me know. Um, I've been getting more emails from all of you. I'm so excited that it just makes my day to hear from you and <clears throat> to hear more about um, how you found the podcast, how, how you're liking it is, is, you know, uh, great to hear, you know, what you think and, and how I'm doing hopefully well. <laughs> I hope <laughs> I started, um, there's another podcast I listened to and I just, I don't know how I ended up like looking at her reviews. I have started getting reviews on iTunes uh, so I, 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 you know, it's in my mind, and I started looking at some of hers. Mine have been all, you know, thankfully very positive and wonderful and sweet. Uh, but some of hers were a little harsh, and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> in my my very like Pisces way, I don't take criticism well. This is something that I have been working on. Um, you know, we all do things that are that are. Valid to receive criticism, so of course, we should all be able to take in constructive criticism well. Uh, but I was reading someone first and I was like, Oh, someone writes something like this about me, I'm gonna hex them. No, I'm just kidding, I'm not gonna do that. No, we don't. This is bad witch, but not mean, nasty witch. We're not gonna hex people. Uh, But yeah, I love getting emails from all of you. It is just awesome to have a dialogue instead of me just kind of monologuing out into the world. Even though I do feel like this is a communication, like I always say, I just, I love hearing from you. I can't, I can't say it enough. It makes my day. So um, tell me how Mercury has been to you. Has it gotten off your neck like it did mine or has it just gone full like crush mode at this point? I've been seeing... A lot of people saying they've been getting revisited by exes this week. So maybe it's, you know, the first wave was, uh, travel and technology malfunction. The second wave is like, uh, people coming out of their crypts when, when you have deaded them, they've now returned to haunt your life. All of those ghosts that, uh, never responded to your messages again, or, you know, guys have just disappeared guys, girls, however people identify people that have, uh, left your life and decided they're ready to come back regardless how you feel about it. So I've been seeing a lot of that. If you've been seeing, uh, the, the exes pop up, I'm number one, sincerely from my heart, I am sorry. Cause that is never fun to deal with. Well, sometimes it is fun to deal with because you know, you get that sense of, oh, I win now. <laughs> I always feel like when, uh, I, okay, so I date guys and I date girls. I've only had good experiences with girls, women. Girls? Ew. Women. I've only had good experiences with the women I've dated for the most part. I've had uh, mostly bad experiences with the men I've dated, which I feel like may be par for the course. Um, but where was I going with this? Oh, I remember. Whenever – because I, I feel like – let me not generalize, but in my experience – Men are more prone to do the ghosting and the float. I I just say they float away (laughs) like a spirit. They just float away and evaporate. And you just, you know, never know what happened to them. Uh, They're much more likely to resurrect themselves when no one asked them to, in my experience. And I do always feel a little sense of vindication when that happens. Like, you know, I, I, I'm a Pisces. I'm very sensitive. I do go through like the whole hurt feelings for, a period of time. Um, but then I win in the end. And that winning feeling is awesome. <laughs> because then you can choose. No, I'm not going to respond to you. I'm not going to uh, acknowledge this. Or I am. And I'm going to let you know exactly how you made me feel and why this is wrong and why you shouldn't do it to someone else. Or I'm going to be nice to you and, you know, take what I would like from this situation because I'm in control now. And I talked about my control issues last week. I know. But I, I like that sense of, uh, if it's not someone that has been just horrible in the ways of like being very abusive or dangerous, right? We, we never want these people to return. I hope that you go through like the cord cutting ceremonies with anyone you've had that kind of experience with just to, you know, to go through the process of it and to try to make that stick, but also just to, 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 what is to? <laughs> to give yourself permission to release yourself from that situation, you know, to, to reclaim your power from it. Um, so of course we never want those people to pop back up, right? We want them to just get the hell out of here and stay the hell out of here. And Archangel Michael come through with that fiery sword and uh, cut that cord and be like, bye. No, thank you. You're not allowed in my space, in my spirit uh, to even have thoughts of me anymore. Like that is how thorough, hopefully all of our cord cuttings have gone past, present, and future. Um, but yeah, when it's someone that you were just kind of having a good time with and maybe you kind of liked and have feelings for, and they just float away, like I said. It always does feel kind of nice to me when you get the chance to be in control of the narrative and kind of rewrite the narrative. So sometimes, not the worst thing in the world to have an X pop back up, uh, but the point is you get to hopefully... Uh, take control back in the situation and you get to decide how it's going to go and how it's going to end and what you're going to accept and not accept. And I think this has become a whole tangent about <laughs> love lives and dating, I guess. <laughs> but you know me. I love a I just love a side story. Um, but yeah, back to Mercury. Mercury uh, it, it, it stirs up all kinds of things, which is how we're gonna get to today's topic which is spring cleaning. Um, I have spent, so I recently turned 32, which has been great. I mean, I know I've, I've said before to you all, when I turned 30 was really when I like leveled up, witch wise I, I came full into my uh, teen witch powers, I guess. Uh, that's what I, I kind of always refer to as like teen witch. That's m- the movie perfectly encapsulates what's happened to me. Down to the uh, Take That rap Is that what it's called? I don't know. It's such a good movie. I, <laughs> I want to do a series, um, and maybe I will save that for the Patreon. We'll get to that in just one second, um, where I talk about witches in the media. I want to talk about the craft, and I want to talk about American Horror Story, and I want to talk about Teen Witch, and um, the new Sabrina series, and the old Sabrina series. I actually haven't watched a new one. I mm, didn't hear the best things about it. Let me know what you thought might dive into it. I might, I have plenty of time to watch television. I don't know why I'm being so like cavalier about this. Um, but yeah, I, I want to do something on witches in the media and how we're portrayed and the stereotypes that I go, that, that ago go, that go along with it. Um, aren't they remaking the witches? Oh, I love that book so much. And I love the movie so much. It's, So good. Angelica Houston. So good. Yeah. So that's something I've been thinking about doing. Um, let me know, email me if that's something that you would be interested in might be like a fun bonus episode. Okay. So speaking of Patreon, I signed up for Patreon. Um, it's no pressure, no worries, bad, witch as it is now, this podcast will always be free. I don't believe in like no shade to any other creators. I don't believe personally in um, putting putting like content behind a paywall when it's something that people are already used to. I, mean, I don't know if that's the best way to say it, but basically I'm not going to like now take the podcast and and take it away from people. I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to like cut the podcast in half or, you know, take out the last 30 minutes. No, you're here. We're all here. You're in the coven. Like, I'm not going to then take this away from you if it's something that you found and you enjoy. But what I am going to do is, um, you know, just give people a chance if they want to donate, if they want to support in other ways, then, you know, support besides listens and subscribe, subscribing, subscribing. Yeah. (laughs) Subscriptions, listen, subscriptions. That's why I threw me off kind of rhymes, um, and downloads, which is enough. (laughs) The fact that anyone listens to this, that anyone is subscribed to this downloads, writes an email, sends a tweet. That is more than enough and more than I was ever expecting. Right. Like couldn't, this is exceeding my expectations (laughs) more than I could ever, um, express. And I, I, tend to think I'm kind of an expressive person. Pisces over here. How many times will I say I'm a Pisces in one episode? We're up to three. Okay. So, but I do start a Patreon. Um, and it's just a place where if you want to donate and you want to show support in another way, wonderful. Uh... I have different levels. I think they're kind of fun. <laughs> I think I was like very excited when I came up with them because I think they're kind of cool. But you know, if you're into getting shout outs, getting um, readings, yes, no readings, full Oracle card readings, witchy mail is a thing I'm kind of working on bonus episodes. All that stuff will be available through Patreon. It's patreon.com slash I hope I will have the episode notes. Um, but that must be it. Right. I don't think I went on like a creative whim and tried to make it more complicated than that. Um, but yeah, so we have a Patreon now. You know, I never put stuff in the right place for the show. I should have put this at the beginning, but we got to talk about Mercury first. We just, we have to, because it's sitting on top of our lives and we still have another week to get through. So I'm not going to go through all the levels with you. Like who cares that much? Who wants to hear me sit here and read like Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. But if you want to go, you'll go. If you want to check it out, you'll check it out. It's groovy. Whatever you want to do. But um, I will tell you the first level, which is the $1 level, is Rose Quartz because it represents love and my love for all of you and how you being here just freaking knocks my socks off. And when you donate at that level, you get a shout out in the podcast. So I already have three patrons. It's so sweet. (laughs) I just can't tell you how much support I have had for this podcast. I mean, I know I tell you every week, but I just, I can't get over it. And I can't, it can't be said enough. Um, so I have three patrons. And so I'm going to shout them out now. So a big extra thank you to Elizabeth, Aaron, and Maya. Um, you rock my world. I love you so much. I love all of you so much. So yeah, if you want to check out the Patreon, go for it. If you don't, podcast is still here and we're still going to do our thing. And we're still going to talk about our homework, which did you, did you do your homework? Did you dream journal? Um, so I got an email this week and (laughs) I very staunchly was like, we're going to do six days of journaling. (laughs) And I didn't realize that obviously some of you aren't going to listen to this podcast the day it comes out. So if you did any day of journaling, one day, two day, three day, whatever, I'm proud of you. You did it. You did great. Um, what, what themes came up for you? Did you notice having like a recurring dream recurring themes? Did you notice that you were lucid dreaming and able to kind of control what was going on? Um, did you sleep so deeply that you don't remember having any dreams? Did you astral project? I hope not. (laughs) please. I hope I didn't put that in your head and now it's a thing that's happening. Um, but that's another thing I would love for you to write in and tell me about. Um, you know, it's a good habit With all of the homework I give you, it is a good habit. It's not just like when you're in school and you're doing your trig homework. I'm going to use math because I hate, I don't hate math. I love math in the sense of like it's all around us and it has given us many wonderful advancements and it's a part of nature. Um, But like I hate doing math because I'm math dumb. (laughs) I'm extremely smart when it comes to languages and history And, um, the, the more non-math requiring sciences, um, but I'm math dumb. I just, my brain just won't compute past, um, very, very simple equations. Um, actually that's not true. When I was in high school, I was very good at calculus and trig, but I was really bad at algebra. So it never mattered because, um, algebra was like such an enormous step. I shouldn't have like passed that class, I guess. But yeah, I'm kind of math dumb, so so doing like a night of math homework, I did it for that night. I did that lesson for that week, that semester, and it flew out of my head immediately. So you know, some some things like were like that in school. Uh, we all have subjects that we we were just getting through. But the homework I give you in this podcast is something that we're gonna always be referencing back to, always building on. So I want it to be a habit for both both of us. I hope there's more than two of us listening. <laughs> me and you, um, for all of us, it's a habit that we're building on because it's going to be so essential to our practice and it's going to make us better witches though. We still remain bad witches. So yeah, I, I hope you did your homework. Um, you know, email me, tell me what you, what you saw, what you experienced, what your dreams are feeling like. Did you wake up feeling anxious? Did you wake up feeling relaxed? Um, did you feel like you had any people come to visit you or any Oh, I don't want to say creatures. Uh, I mean, uh, like if you've had a dog or a cat or a hamster or a gerbil that have passed on, they also can visit you in your dreams. Uh, did you have anything like that? Did you have, um, did you tell your subconscious you were ready to receive messages and what messages did you see? I would love to know all of your experiences with your dream journaling this week. I hope it's something that you continue to do into the next week. And even though i was very staunchy. Like we're going to do six days. Uh, it doesn't have to be an everyday thing. We're bad witches, right? We're going to do it when we feel like it, when we can, when we remember when we have a pen next to us that isn't out of ink, (laughs) when we sleep in our own beds, like who knows what your situation is. Um, I know sometimes I sleep in different parts of my house. It's, it's a long story, but, um, I've never been like a bedroom person for some reason. I don't like sleeping in a bed in a bedroom. Although I love sleeping in hotel rooms. Who knows? But I really like sleeping on like sofas and like lounge chairs for some reason. <laughs> it's, I've always been like that. I have some sneaking suspicions. And I'll talk about that in another episode. Um, but yeah. I, so sometimes when I fall asleep in like a chair in another part of the house, I... I don't have my journal next to me when I wake up. Or if I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm coming out of a dream and I'm just getting up to get a drink a, a drink of water or going to the bathroom, I'm not going to sit and write, even though I'm coming out of an intense dream because mine are intense all the time, like I mentioned. So, yeah, I hope you did your homework. I hope that it has been beneficial to you, and I hope it's something you're going to continue to do. But today, back to the topic, which I mentioned, I don't know, 30 minutes ago now. <laughs> we are going to talk about spring cleaning and we are gonna spring clean it out. So uh this is I just remember this is the point I was trying to make earlier or this the story I was gonna get to. Um since I turned 30 and I've like felt myself leveling up as a witch, I also am like leveling up as a human being, (laughs) becoming a better version of myself. Um and one big thing that started to happen to me, I was never like a cleaner before ever. I hated cleaning. I was just a brat when I was like a teenager and would never clean my house or do my chores when my parents asked me to. Um, and my mom is the opposite. She loves a clean house. She And she enjoys the act of cleaning. She irons her pillowcases. What? Is that a thing? Um, if it is, I will never reach that level of adulthood and I, I'm i fine with that. But yeah, she she is like, not only is she a clean freak, she is, like, perfect at it. Um, everything is immaculate. She's she's one of those moms. Like, everything is is out of, what, Architectural Digest or something. It's just perfect, good housekeeping, whatever. I haven't read a Magazine in a long time. But um, I don't know. Ever since I, especially turned 32, I've had this, like, obsession with cleaning. I The other day I was trying to take a nap because I'm still, like, a little bit jet-lagged. And I couldn't because I knew there were so many clothes in my laundry room and I had to physically get up into all my laundry and then I could rest. So that got me thinking. And also, um, I've talked about this in other podcasts, but I'll just be called to the witch shop. I got to go. There's something calling me. And this weekend it was Palo Santo. It was like, girl, come, what are you doing? Why, why are you sitting at home? We We need to come to your house with you. Like, let's do this. So I had to go get Palo Santo. Like, I could not get it out of my mind until I picked it up. And incidentally, I started seeing, like, all these tweets from people about Palo Santo who I don't... Again, I'm so sorry about the pronunciation of that. I don't want to... I don't want to be fraudulent and pronounce it with the accent correctly because it's... I I don't speak Spanish. I speak a limited amount of Spanish. It's not great. Um, And also... So I don't want to sound like an asshole, but... (laughs) And, but also I'm like, oh, I hope it's not offensive that I'm saying it like so plainly and flatly American, but Palo Santo, I, I hope I can, Palo Santo, I hope I can add some, <laughs> some like lyrical quality to it. Um, so yeah, I was seeing tweets from people that I've never seen talk about witchy, magicy stuff before. Um, so I was like, hey, this is, hey, this is a sign. I'm going to go to the store and get it, which had me thinking. So I have this actual impulse of cleaning. It's been on my brain. It's been in my mind that's the same thing, uh, this week. And, you know, in mercury and retrograde in this period that we're in, because there's just (sighs) electrical chaos around us and there's energies re-entering our lives, leaving our lives, sitting on top of our lives, causing just malfunction, right. And miscommunication, what better time to spring clean? So it's, it, it all is kind of, uh, kind of hitting at the same time. That we need to actually clean out, right? Get ready for this new season. We're going to enter and spring is just the best time. Listen, I know you all love fall. I know. I love fall too. It's great. Leaves are changing. Colors are popping. Coffee is pumpkin spiced. You know, boots are out. I get it. The Your coats are, are busting through. It's, it's knee high time. I got it. Fall's great. But spring... <laughs> Spring, okay, because I'm born in March a march eighth ber- uh birthday. I'm technically a winter baby, and the sheer jealousy that runs through my body to this day that I'm not a spring baby <laughs> so I'm so close, it's so real um but yeah, spring is the reason we spring clean is because we we are entering this new phase, you know, we're putting the coats away we're uh, we're putting away the heavy bedding we're we're just tying up all those things because we're entering a warmer time literally, but also spring is a time of rebirth, and it is a time that the world comes back to life and everything awakens and everything is fresh and all those seeds that you've planted during the fall and during and you know they've kind of been underground during the winter they're now going to spring up so any projects any um you know, personal projects, professional projects. If you are looking into things, especially having to do with fertility, and that can be literally, if you are, um, trying to conceive, carry a baby, and and not just like your own personal fertility, but also if you're trying to bring a child or t- any kind of life into your life, spring is really a time where that's going to spring up. And if you are talking about fertility in the sense of, um, uh, Ideas that you've had, concept that you've had, a, a just a creative gnawing that you've been experiencing all winter when you're going kind of crazy and maybe you can't leave your house or you can't go out and do a lot of things because you're just trapped inside with your own thoughts, with polar vortexes and whatnot. Um, gosh. And what's that other thing I flew through? a nor'easter, right? I mean, it didn't keep me in my house. I flew to New York, which was the second worst travel experience I've ever had, but, the, that same kind of those fertile times where you're just kind of everything's stewing, right? And then you get to spring and it just starts to grow. It comes out of the ground. It sprouts up. It's just the most amazing time. I love spring. Um, You know, your girl doesn't like to sweat. So those two weeks where the weather's just really good, <laughs> I'm truly at my best. So we want to prepare for this time, right? We don't want to bring, just like you don't want to bring your heavy coat and your heavy blanket and, and of the overall and even your, your body. If you, you know, if you feel like you have added some weight during that time period, which literally nothing wrong with you be any weight, body shape, type, height, whatever you want, that's your business. It is not society's business. It is not social media's business. It is not uh, any public relations office in any major city telling you what you should look like, that's nobody's business. But I'm saying for you personally, as the witch that you are, if you feel like you are not being able to cast your spells to their optimum level or to meditate as clearly or to manifest as powerfully, because you don't feel like you're in your best body and not in appearance, right? Which let's not discount appearance. People always are like, It doesn't matter what you look like or, or, you know, don't listen to other people, which you shouldn't. But if you personally, for your own reasons, aren't as happy with the way you look, that's valid. You don't have to like, you don't have to ignore the way you feel from the stance of like, it's, it's, it's technically right to not that you're not supposed to care. It's okay that you care. So, if you personally, each of us as individuals, don't feel like our body is the way we want it to be right now, if we don't feel like we're having enough water, if we don't feel like we're having enough sunlight, I'm really, I'm really making us sound like plants, aren't I? <laughs> I have spring on the brain. Um, if you do want to, you know, lose a little bit of weight, if you do want to, hell, work on your posture and alignment, like whatever. If you want to work on the the, the pallor of your skin and your, your complexion. Cause you've been inside and you haven't just been having the fresh air and, and the freshness around you. That's what, that's what I like really align spring with. The feeling of freshness, the, the, even the smell, like I can smell it right now just talking about it. My sensory is very like um, smell and taste, which I think I've talked about before how I like to take polished stones and put them in my mouth. On my tongue, which I'm realizing right now is a choking hazard. Um, and I don't know if I've shared this before, but when Archangel Gabriel likes to, uh, you know, come pop up, say hey, or if I ask him to uh, or her, I still haven't quite figured out if it's a male or feminine presence or if it's both or neither. I always say him. I think I've said that before. Um, I feel his presence on my tongue. That's how I know he's around. And I'm talking about him right now and he's here that's kind of how our connection is. Um, that's the thing about angels. They show up real quick. So <laughs> get ready. <laughs> and you know, if, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. So if you call them, here they come. And, um, it, it's, it's really kind of hard to explain if you haven't quite experienced it, but I, I just feel like a a light pressure and warmth on my tongue. So, When I'm talking about spring again, I'm, I'm talking about fresh, 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 because that's kind of what I'm smelling and tasting, you know, that taste of like fresh cut grass. Anyway, those are just my witch senses. You certainly don't have to experience the same way I do. But back to if you, um, anything you want to work with to get your body optimal, to get your feelings optimal, that all contributes to our practice as a witch, you know, like you want to be in your best body and your best mind. And again, best body is the best body for you, how you feel your best. Um, I go days without drinking water, like, like a five year old. <laughs> That's not okay. I actually downloaded an app on my phone to um, make me drink water. So whenever I finish a glass, I get to water my plant. Spring, we're having a lot of spring. It's all coming together, right? Don't you love how that works? Um, yeah. And I know that I'm not performing optimally as a witch. My, my magic is going to be lackluster if I'm feeling lackluster. And that's why I feel without water. And it's something I've really been working on. So whatever we need to prepare to go into the spring period where there's just so much opportunity for newness and for growth and for all of those things we've been holding on to and we've been wishing for and praying for manifesting all winter and fall long. This is the time. This is the time of fruition. Literally figuratively. Here we go. Which is why <clears throat> when we're not just thinking about cleaning out our homes and we're not just thinking about cleaning up our bodies, we're thinking about cleaning up our energies and our spirit and our practice, right? So that's why we're talking about spring cleaning this week. So we can get ready to kick springs. Well, not kick springs ass because spring is like the time that's allowing all those wonderful things, but uh, kick, just kick ass in general, right? So, <clears throat> in the very first episode of Bad Witch, I talked about uh, smudging, and I wanted to revisit that today, because it's important. I think it does deserve its own episode, and also, not everyone's going to listen to every episode, not everyone's going to listen to the first episode, so, hey, here we are, and it's always good to have a refresher, right? So, our spree cleaning today is about smudging itself. So, I always like to say, when in doubt, smudge it out, <laughs> could be a little spell when in doubt smudge it out, which basically means if, if shit's just not going your way, if you're in a funk, if you're feeling that funk, if your mood's funky, (laughs) I keep saying that word. Um, it's just, it sounds funny. Um, you know, if, if you're just going through it, smudge it out, you know, drink a glass of water and smudge it out. And I feel like between Palo Santo and, and some Clear, clean water are always going to be good. (laughs) So yeah, we're going to talk about smudging again today. Uh, I talked about doing it before with White Sage and with Palo Santo. I I feel compelled to focus on Palo Santo because it has just become my mainstay. That is the one that I really rely on, that I really put my faith in. I... Um, I, was, I was very, very into white sage for a long time because I think that's one of those things where like, that's what you hear about witchcraft. So when you're dabbling, you're first coming in, that is what you pick up. It's like a tarot, you pick up a tarot deck, you pick up, you pick up, <laughs> hi, I'm Southern. You pick up a uh, white sage, you pick up an amethyst and we're going to get to the crystal. I didn't forget. I just always put it at the end because that's who I am as a witch, I guess. <laughs> and you know, you pick up like, a crystal ball. I mean, we're going to, we're going to talk about crystal balls. Don't go just buy a crystal ball. Uh, it's a whole thing. Let, let's, we'll do it later, but yeah. So white sage and it has its benefits. Of course it, number one smells great. Uh, gives you that good old churchy smell just like Palo Santo. They both remind me of church. I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, you know, don't, if you have bad memories of church or just don't agree with, um, organized religion, then <clears throat> don't align that. That's just, for me, it's kind of a positive memory even though i don't i no longer go to church unless it's very special occasions holidays um you know whatever i it it reminds me of still being there with my mom and like spending time with my mom and my my family is very catholic and so it does it has like a familial sense to it so i like the smell it it's just a positive warm memory to me <clears throat> even though i'm not the biggest fan of you know some things that organize religions choose to do, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) That's that's another podcast, not even another episode. So White Sage, um I used it for a very long time. For me now it is a back burner uh smudge tool. Here is why. While Sage is about casting out, Palo Santo is about bringing in. Palo Santo also also what what's wrong with me? I'm I don't drink, so I don't know why I'm kind of slurring. Uh, I'm not on Benadryl who knows. Um, yeah, Palo Santo smells a little sweeter to me, which is also why I like it. But I, I find that Palo Santo just, just resonates with me a little better. It, it brings me very good luck. It brings me blessings. It welcomes in so much goodness. It's kind of like a good luck charm, honestly. So while I do appreciate white sage for what it does, I value it. I do, I do still use it from time to time. Um, I will always go for the Palisanto first. Now I will say white sage is typically available in like beautiful bundles with like dried flowers and it aesthetically looks very, very nice. So even though I don't burn it as much anymore, I, um, I'll just keep it in my house. You know, it's, it's still a good vibe. It's a good energy. So why not hold on to it? So I will, I do have them around my house. I have them kind of like strategically placed by corners and anywhere that needs a little good healing energy, uh, you know, a bookshelf by a book bookcase by uh, a door where energy is literally like entering and leaving. Always a good idea. But when I'm burning, I do, I do prefer Palo Santo. Uh, it just has done me some good, especially if, um, okay, let's just get into it. So, I'll talk about how I burn Palo Santo first. So I light it at the ends. Duh. I don't know why I said that. You're not going to light the middle. (laughs) So you light it at the ends at like a 45 degree angle. So you let the fire kind of burn up the stick. And so that's what Palo Santo looks like. It's just like a little wooden stick. You let it burn up and it has to go out itself. So the flame needs to go out of itself, go out itself. Never in candle magic, and smudging anytime you're working with fire never blow the flame out it puts like it it puts a stop to whatever you're doing it's basically like extinguishing your power and your magic and your spell whatever you're trying to accomplish so don't ever do that Um, I mean unless you're unless you're trying to put a definite stop to something then yeah but if you're working with your candles blowing it out is basically putting you know an interruption on your spell and saying "Eh, never mind So if I said this in the candle episode, uh, when you need to extinguish a candle, if you're going out, just let it snuff out. Put, if you have a snuffer, is that what they're called? That, that sounds bad. (laughs) Sounds like it's something illegal. Um, But you know, those old school, like they're bell shaped, and you can actually take the flame out yourself. I will just put like a book on top of it and let the flame go out itself. Just, you know, safety, safety is number one when you're dealing with magic. And like I said, little, little former pyromaniac over here. Um, you have to deal with it in the safest way possible. So I light it at a 45 degree angle and you let the flame go out itself. And it's just going to create the most luscious cloud of fragrant smoke. And I do myself first. I think it's important that I cleanse myself first before I move to other areas, because if my energy is, uh, screwed up, then I have no business cleaning anything. I got to get myself right first. So I go to my crown chakra, and I just work my way down the front of my body. I pass behind my shoulders, and I work my way down the back of my body. Um, I don't have a specific. I don't have a specific spell that I use for smudging with palisander or white sage. This is more for me about speaking your intention. Right, It doesn't necessarily have to be a spell that I've written for myself or all of you because we're always going to have different needs. So if I am saying, oh, I just traveled and I want to get some of the bad luck energy I have off of me, uh, whatever Delta, whatever Grigey Delta put on me, (laughs) Uh, whatever came back in my suitcase, I just want to remove literally like that turbulent energy. That's what I'll focus on that week. I I try to do it every Sunday night. Um, because I am, you know, into, the, I, I'm big into the fresh start idea. So every Monday morning is always a good place to start fresh spring, winter, entering a new season is a good place to start fresh. The first day of the year, you know, first day of the month, you know, we're on the same wavelength here. So I do me first. I do myself first. I do I first. I do myself first. I think that's right. I <laughs> go you know, top to bottom behind the shoulders, top to bottom. Um, you know, I just kind of do like circular motions around my body the best I can. You can't hit every single spot. I mean, you're, you, if you miss your ankle or your baby toe, like, don't worry about it. So from there, I move on to my space. Um, sometimes the smoke will go out on its own. It, <laughs> if you're just talking a lot to yourself and you're trying to hit all the spots of your body, sometimes it will, you just relight it. It's not a big deal. As long as you're not taking the flame or the smoke out yourself, not blowing it out, you're good. So I will relight, or I will move on to the corners of my room, corners of my house, corners of my space, wherever I am. You know, this is something I actually would like to be able to do when I'm flying on like an airplane. But I'm pretty sure the crazy uh, witch with <laughs> the smoking uh, Palo Santo stick is going to get removed immediately and put on no fly list, which is not my goal. So, but gosh, wouldn't an airplane, an airport, be like the best place to clean out? You literally have. Millions of people go through them a year, and they're oh my gosh, all that energy. I mean, I always feel a little like uneasy when I get on an airplane for various reasons, right? Uh, especially now, but I think a part of it, a part of it, yeah, is just all the energy of people literally just getting off the plane, getting on the plane, coming from all over the world. Like, man, that's a big jumble. But yeah, I don't think they would take too kindly to me marching up and down the aisles and hitting all the flutters and seats and blankets they put back in plastic and don't wash and, you know, saying my chance. They'll probably be like, um, oh, ma'am, no, 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 uh, no, no list immediately. And that's not what I want. <laughs> so still got to travel, right? But just with hand luggage from now on. So yeah, I hit the corners of my room, my space. Uh, I do this in hotel rooms sometimes. You just, it's. In your own spaces, it's definitely a lot of your own energy that manifests. If you're going through any kind of anxious period, any kind of um, depression, you know, any down periods, even if you don't don't actually suffer from I don't want to say suffer from, actually deal with um, any kind of like clinical depression or clinical anxiety, we all go through periods of it regardless. It just happens, especially coming out of winter. Again, right? You, it is a it is a heavier time. I mean, it, it's a time period where we kind of go through a death. If you think about it, it's, you know, things are dying and things are colder and things are more quiet and more still. And, you know, some creatures are lucky enough to hibernate. I wish, why can't I just be a bear and sleep for a few months? That sounds dope. Um, but yeah, you know, it's kind of truly this dead period. And then again, we're reborn in the spring. We come back to life in the spring. So it's really important again, to do that spring cleaning. Because we're lifting off more of those heavier energies, more of those anxieties, the depression, the fear, the sadness, um, the loneliness. That's a big thing during those months too, right? Especially coming out of the holidays, uh, especially coming off of Valentine's Day. Wasn't that long ago? And um, everyone's got to touch a touch of spring fever now. <laughs> so, if you're clearing off a breakup from over the holidays or over the winter, if you're um, clearing out some of your own loneliness or if you're helping a friend through a tough time period and they've spent time at your house, family members, um, clients. Any If you work from home and you deal with emails all day, and you're not having necessarily face time with people, but their energy is still coming at you through the airwaves and through email and through social media and all that stuff. Uh, you know, taking in the news. I... I never want to be uneducated, right? We always want to be aware of what's going on in the world around us, but man, taking in the news is just so stressful. What the heck? Like, and I personally believe, and this I'm not going to name the exact news sources that I see this the most from, but a lot of it does feel like fear tactics and propaganda. And so I've really tried to steer away from those channels in particular. If you want to know who they are, just email me; I'll tell you. But you know. Allowing any of that, viewing that in your house, uh, you know, listening to it, looking at stuff on social media, all that affects your mood, all that affects your energy. And that's the energy that you're casting out into your space. And so that's why we do need to clean. Like we just, we got to lift all this stuff up because we're all promised a wonderful spring. If we can just get rid of the nasties that are around us right now. And, you know, it's something that continues obviously past this, this spring cleaning period that I find myself in. Hopefully you're kind of finding yourself in too when this is resonating. It's something that we do all year round. I do it every Sunday if I remember and have palo santo and have my lighter fluid in my little clicky thing. I don't know what those things are called. The things that you – because if I light a match, I'm going to burn myself before <laughs> the palo santo is fully lit. So, yes, you do the corners next. We've talked about that before. In the corners is where the nasties like to collect the most. They like to just hover up there, be it bad feelings, be it bad spirits, be it bad energy, um, be it anything kind of malevolent. It just, they like to lurk in the corners. They they just love to get up there and have little nasty meetings with each other. So we got to clear those out immediately. So hit your corners. Bam, 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 bam. I'm assuming you're in a four corner room. What do I know? Um, I used to live in a studio apartment, and when I lived there, it, it was just a free-for-all. I was just making Zs, like I'm Zorro out here, burning <laughs> smoke in every direction. Um, the thing about Palo Santo, this is a personal practice, when I do it, I like to have everything sealed and closed, because that lets like the good vibes kind of marinate, <laughs> for lack of a better word. So it it's not seem a good juice, but I was like, oh, that sounds terrible. But it kind of lets it marinate in the space. It lets it, it lets it you know, sit there and grow and build. Opposite when you're working with sage, because sage is more about clearing out and pushing out and, and releasing. You want to have windows open if you can. You want to have doorways open because uh, something that can happen with white sage is you can stir it all up, but then it has nowhere to go. And you don't want that, right? So we want to let it release out. So Palo Santo, it's important to remember, keep it in. White sage, let it out. Let let it go. So hit my four corners. um, And then I'll just kind of do around the room. I'll look for... Uh, or feel for hot spots where I feel like something needs a little extra energy if there's something that I need to pass over. So, like I said, I did with my suitcase. I have done it with my passport. <laughs> you know, whatever has been giving you like a twinge of something that week, That's, it just needs to be, needs to have some good luck brought to it or have some bad energy pushed away from it. Um, I've done my computer before if I had a hard week with work, if my computer was giving me issues. Uh, if I was editing pictures and nothing was coming out right, I'll do my computer. I'll do my phone because that's where I take a lot of negativity in, you know, by by no, not by searching it out, but you only have to be on Twitter for about 10 tweets before you see something maddening right? <laughs> or if you get a news alert or whatever. So I do my phone. Um, you know, I, I think people always, well, let me not generalize. I love to generalize, but I hate to generalize, right? I think that people... I tend to think with smudging, it has to again, be like this very ritualistic, very, um, like stoic experience. And you have to say the things the right way and light the, the Palo Santo or the sage the right way. It doesn't like, if I need to clear out my cell phone, I'm going to clear out my cell phone. If I need to do something to my computer, I'm going to do my computer. If I need to do my television, because, um, you know, certain politicians, are on TV saying things that I don't necessarily agree with, whoever they may be, who knows? Um, I will <laughs> clean that the TV out as well because it's sending vibes into my space. So yeah, it's, it's whatever you feel works best for you. That's, isn't that one of our major themes in bad witch? It's what works for you. Cause there's no perfect way, right? As long as we are burning our palo Santo, as long as we're burning our sage, we're going through the practice of it. Then we're enhancing our witchcraft and we're, we're becoming better witches through that. Though we may still be bad witches, which we are because we're gonna forget to do it. But then, like, when we do do it, we're gonna be total badasses of what we are doing. If that makes sense. I feel like I said do it or doing like 12 times <laughs> that one little time period. So, yeah, white sage, same principle. You're gonna hold it at a 45 degree angle. I know I literally just said I was math um like 20 minutes ago, but I do, I can figure out like a 50 degree, 45 degree, 90 degree, and then I'm out. No, 180, but that's just a straight line, right? But 45 degree angle. And that's just so when it lights, it's going to light up and create a big billow smoke, right? So you light it the same way. And I do myself first, starting at my crown chakra, working my way down the body, across the shoulders, behind me, and down the back. Um, and then you hit your corners. And you are going to say the same things you would say with your palo santo. It, because they do do two different things, it's better to talk about what you want to release with the sage and with the palo santo, what you want to bring in. So, um, let's see, yesterday was Sunday, right? So with my Palo Santo, every time I hear myself say that, I just feel like I could not sound more like I'm starring in Ballet Girl, <laughs> whatever, is that a movie, Ballet Girl? That, never mind. I'm not even going to start making cultural references that may be wrong and may offend people, but yeah, um, so yesterday was Sunday and I was, I've been really focused on work because I'm coming off of one trip and I want to start planning another one And I may be going to Coachella this year if work kind of all works itself out. Hi, I am an influencer. It's a hot mess. Um, I love it, but it's chaos. But um, if you're new here, that's my daytime job. So this week I talked about how I want to manifest opportunities in travel, how I want to manifest opportunities for work, for collaborations, because that's what a lot of what my job is based on, and for campaigns, because that's how I make my money. And then... Vice versa, if I was going to use Sage yesterday. Hi, I'm recording on Monday instead of Tuesday I <laughs> normally do. So when you hear me saying yesterday, I am still talking about Sunday. Sunday's a day, of course, do it whatever day you want to. So if I would have been using my white sage instead, I would have focused on um, you know, I've had some anxiety this week about will I be able to get all of my images edited and will I be able to write my blog post to like the satisfaction of not only myself and my followers, but to the publicist that I've been working with. Um, Well, I would be able to keep that relationship with that person because it's a valuable relationship for me. So I would be focused on removing anxieties away from that so I can get my work done, get it done in a timely manner. I'm very much the kind of person it's a very Piscean trait, again, because we tend to be perfectionist. (laughs) Um, We need to release those tendencies, all of us, not just us Pisces out there. But my fear a lot of time of not being the best or doing it the best will just stop me from doing it and I'll sit on something for weeks that needs to be attended to. And then I do it and then I'm like, oh, um, that turned out spectacularly and I could have just done it instead of worrying about doing it. So I would say with the White Sage, I want to release this anxiety about these projects that I'm working on. Um, I may still be feeling a little down about what happened with my trip because it was kind of a catastrophe. The first part, even though it was amazing, the second part. So if I could just, you know, remove any lingering feelings that it wasn't, it didn't, it didn't go the way that I so desperately wanted it to go. (laughs) And I put all of my eggs in that basket, even though we talked about perspective and all that last week, right? So with White Sage, you just talk about what you want to remove from your life and Palo Santo, what you want to bring in. Just that's really the, the big distinction between the two. Other than that, you burn them the same way, you use them the same way, you smudge it the same way, and you're done. You know, you're good to go. Um, I did, once upon a time, have a spell, that an, an actual full spell that I wrote for using both. Uh, I'm going to track that down. I probably should have looked for it before I started recording. <laughs> Listen, I just get so excited to talk to you all. I'm like, I got to record right now. I was really going to come on here and just do like the Mercury Retrograde check-in and tell you all about Patreon and be like, come and finish the rest of the episode tomorrow. But no, I get hype. I'm so obsessed with all of you. So here we are. If I can find it, I will put it in the episode notes. If not, I will write a new spell and we will do it at the beginning of um, next week's episode because here's your homework. Ready? You're going to smudge. You better smudge something. You better smudge you or you better smudge your house or you better smudge your car. <laughs> whatever it is, smudge smudge your pet Smudge your boyfriend, smudge your girlfriend, smudge your partner, smudge your classroom. Like, if you're a teacher, don't, again, go into a classroom full of 300 people and start smudging because it's, listen, in this day and age, we just can't make any risky moves, right? We don't want to scare anyone, and we don't want to put ourselves in a bad situation. But if you're a teacher, you know, you have a lot of people, again, coming in out of your room all the time, lots of child's energy, which is very, um, very high energy, so it can be a very chaotic energy. So we don't want that lingering around. Um, smudge something, babes. So homework part one. So this is like when your teachers give you one question, but then it has 17 parts and it's ABCD, all all 17 letters, right? Infuriating. Um, so part one is you need to procure your tool. You either need to get some white sage or some Palo Santo. I am team Palo Santo. I cannot say it enough. I can't, I can't say it enough. Um, but yeah, so you're going to get one of those. And we're going to smudge something. I always feel like when in doubt, start with yourself. Because again, you want to be like the most uh, clear, clean, wonderful tool as a witch. Like your body is your own tool, you know? Your spirit is your own tool. That's what we we work with ourselves. We work with our own energies, work with our own power that comes from within us. So I would say it starts with smudging yourself. But if you feel like that's too daunting and hey, it, it certainly may be then start with something small. Do your cell phone. Lord knows what kind of craziness has been coming through it because of Mercury and retrograde. Like we talked about, if an ex has come through and told you something crazy that you didn't like, someone you didn't want to hear from, smudge that phone down and say no more of this. Or if you're maybe waiting to hear from someone, maybe there is an... Ex. Listen, it's a double-edged sword, right? It's Mercury and retrograde and maybe you're the ex that's waiting to talk to someone. It doesn't always have to be the other person. That's the thing we we tend to center the good stuff on ourselves and we tend to center the bad stuff on other people. Right. So I have found during certain like full moon periods or certain mercury and retrograde periods that I'll be compelled to reach out to someone I used to see. And then later I'm like, Oh no, I was the ex who did the reaching out. No, that's not good. (laughs) So it, it might be you that's wanting to do it. And maybe you want to stop yourself from doing it. Uh, or maybe you already did it. So either way, you want to clear out either the impulses to do it or or how it went. Cuz you know, not it's not I don't want to say 9 times out of 10, but I'm going to say 70/30, it's probably not going to be the good experience reaching out to your ex. So if it was you, hey, cleanse your phone, uh smudge your phone. Uh you know, you can really you can use cleanse and smudge interchangeably because Palo Santo does cleanse as well. It does clear out. The thing is that it brings in good as well. So they're both, you know, two sides of the same coin. Speaking of coins, this is not a smooth transition, but let's see the crystal of the week. So this stone is uh, very near and dear to my water triple <laughs> water sign heart. And I've kind of been holding onto this one because it is very powerful in very, very varied ways. It is Moonstone. Okay. So the moon, as we know is that bitch and she will uh, simultaneously get us all the way together, but also uh, allow us many varied and wonderful powers and gifts and experiences. Moonstone is in direct honor of her. The reason I wanted to pick it this week for smudging is because it aids greatly with a deep feeling of healing of peace, and of calm, right? So that's what we want to bring into our smudging. We don't, listen, we're always dealing with chaos. We're always dealing with outside forces. We're always dealing with other people's shit, <laughs> to be frank. We, we just are. If you are a member of modern society, if you have not just gone to the woods and erased your footprint and started a new life, which seems real tempting sometimes, doesn't it? You You're just going to deal with other people's stuff, we're going to deal with our own stuff. You know, it's, it's just, it's just a, a symptom of interacting in society. Um, but moonstone helps to center you. It helps to bring calm. It helps to bring a peace and that aids in healing. And a smudging is a form of healing because you're erasing away the bad and you're letting in the good. You're, you're taking control there's there's that word again. You're taking control, you're taking the reins and saying, This is what I am letting into my life, this is what I'm welcoming in, and this is what I'm not welcoming in, this is what I'm pushing out. So to bring in a stone that is that powerful and pure and let it just sit like in your heart chakra. That's where I like to place my moonstone and feel that like radiating sense of calm and peace, and thus healing is a wonderful aid to your smudging. So I would like to work with my moonstone first. Just hold it there. Think about what I'm about to do, about what I want to say, about what I want to focus on, about bringing bringing my breathing down. So you're making a cognizant, conscious effort to be calm instead of saying, okay, I just got home on a Sunday night and it's, oh my God, it's 10 o'clock and I gotta go to bed for 10.30. I'm old. I go to bed really early. (laughs) But, and I still have to smudge. Like I have to do this right now. You don't want to approach it like that because then, you know, what's the point? What's the point if you're, you're not in a good calm place. It's just going to ricochet energy that you might, you might not want flying all over the place and incidentally bringing in more bad than welcoming in good or, you know, alleviating bad from the situation. It might just linger and it might just fester and grow because like we said before, it feeds off of it, fear and anxiety and depression, all of those heavy monsters or in our lives, it feeds off of the like. So if that's what you're experiencing, that's what's going to linger. Moonstone also specifically brings in happiness, which is a big thing of Palo Santo. Like if we're talking about our job that week, if we're talking about traveling that week, if we're talking about our family, our loved one, our children, our spouse, our, you know, we do tend to focus on the things that we want to increase happiness in that area and draw more more happiness sorry, speech impediment. Once you draw more happiness into that arena, right? So moonstones generate happiness. And that again, goes hand in hand with like peace and calm. Where do you find peace and calm when you're happy, when things are going well, you know? (laughs) Um, Another reason that I, you know, with the moon, her, I always refer to the moon as her. um, Although there's a duality of energies, right? Um, Moonstone specifically deals with our feminine energies. And I personally believe that we all have a feminine energy. It does, however, you identify. I think we're all an amalgamation of a lot of different energies. You know, male, female, what, whatever is out there in the universe. I, I don't have a name for all of it. I don't. You know, it's not up to me. But I do feel like we all have a feminine energy within us, and uh, you know, our feminine. Feminine is not an easy word to say if you happen to be a quick talker, like I am. <laughs> and a feminist. I'm such a feminist and I have to say that word so much. And can I tell you, I cannot say feminist or feminine. I I think I just said it wrong right then. Um, and I can't spell femininity to save my life. So, um, my, my feminist hood is going great. I don't know if that's a word, uh, but yeah, it's going, it's going real smooth, (laughs) but yeah, it, it taps into our feminine energy. Now I've said it too many times and thought about it too hard and it definitely sounds wrong. Um, if I'm saying it, if I'm butchering it, I'm so sorry. I just, I have a slight speech impediment. Um, but yeah, it taps into that energy, which heightens our intuition and it heightens our clairvoyance and it heightens our ability to just really get in touch with ourselves. So even if that week, you know, if it is that thing where you're getting in late on Sunday night and you're like, Oh, I need to do this and I have to do it before I go to bed or I'm a bad witch, which is fine. We're all bad witches. Who cares? But, um, you know, and you're, you haven't even had a chance in that day and that weekend and that week and that month to think about what you want to attack that night and what is really on the forefront of your mind, having that moonstone with your heart chakra, not only will bring you peace and calm and gentleness and, you know, a, a little, a little tingle of happiness but it will also allow you to be more intuitive and to be more present in your psychic awareness and be able to address what is really at the heart of the manner. You know, you might have your palo santo out and say, I really need this. Um, I have a job interview and I really, really need to go well. And the crux of that really may be I'm unhappy at my current job and I have to get out of there before, I go cuckoo, you know? So it really allows us to tap in, not to just the superficial, like what's going on, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with dealing with superficial issues. You don't always have to go to the root of everything. Not every day of your life has to be like a deep examination of what you're going through. We're all just trying to go through it and get through it, right? But every so often, (laughs) it's good to check in with that. It's what am I really worried about? What am I really wanting? What is really gonna satisfy me and make me whole? We, we need to know those things because even though it's okay to deal with the superficial and kind of put a band-aid on a situation when you need to, we're never really going to find that happiness unless we truly address what is the heart of the issue, right? So that's why I like to take the moonstone, put it to my heart and listen to myself. You listen, everyone's life is hectic. We're rushed. We're busy. I get it. Trust me. Um, I get it. And there's nothing wrong with not having the perfect time to practice your witchcraft, which is why we're bad witches, right? We're not going to do it all the time, every day in the perfect way. We're just not. And we're going to take that pressure off of ourselves. But if you can give yourself permission, give yourself five, 10 minutes to really listen to yourself, it's going to make such a drastic difference in your smudging. I promise it will. And you really can get to, again, the heart of the issue. I know I'm starting to sound a little like Hallmark movie ish with the heart of the issue. Put the stone to your heart and listen to your heart. But no, really, like it really is from your heart. It's going just like we're in our dreams and we listen to our unconscious, subconscious minds. You'd be amazed at what's revealed to you if you just take a second to listen. And, um, you know, we deserve, we deserve the best. We deserve good. So we need to listen so we can either fix or tinker with, or bring in or eradicate or spring forth or whatever the hell we need to do that week, that's what we're gonna do. So again, your homework is going to be, um, I hope you have a moonstone. If you don't have a moonstone, go get one. They're so pretty. (laughs) Even just aesthetically, especially if you get like the rainbow moonstone, it has all these prisms of like rainbow colors. It's so pretty. I'm like really into rainbows lately. I don't, I think it's because I saw one in Lisbon and I was like, yes, this is a sign. Everything's going to turn around. My luggage is going to get here. It didn't get every two days, but like I was still feeling very hopeful. So I'm really into rainbows <laughs> as of now. Um, so I do recommend the rainbow moonstone. It actually comes in a variety of colors. You have the clear, you have the rainbow, you have the peach. Um, I believe there is a pink moonstone. There's a whole wide range out there. So whatever suits your fancy, of course, um, rainbows just like really my gig right now. That's what I'm into. So yeah, I am going to recommend you get that, uh, you get your Palo Santo or your Sage or both. And that's your homework this week. We're going to knock it out and we're going to see how we feel after. Um, the thing with Palo Santo too, I'm, I'm so like team, team PS. Oh, I could have just said PS this whole time, huh? And not tortured you with having to hear me butcher the Spanish language. Um, I feel the effects immediately. Um, Sage, not so much. But I feel the effects of Palo Santo literally the second I'm done. My body is buzzing. Like, I will be in the middle of touching it to my crown chakra. And I can feel a burst of energy within my body. It is... An amazing feeling. It's awesome. I'm not going to say, of course, it's different for everybody. Um I've been working with it for a while, so it's very used to me and I'm very used to it. But that's another I'm an instant gratification kind of girl. <laughs> I really like <laughs> I'm the kind of person who's like I drank uh six glasses of water today and I did three sit ups. Um hello. <laughs> Where's my JLo body? Like, I've really been working on it today. <laughs> Incremental progress has no place in my life. I want instant gratification. But, and I do, I feel it instantly. And I swear I'll like wake up the next morning and I'll have an offer in my inbox that I am, I've just been waiting for. And it's like ecstatic. So, I don't want to like sell you a false narrative here. And like, that's what's going to happen to you necessarily. But that is how I experience it. It just is like an instantaneous thing. And I love that. My two favorite things in the world are instant gratification and convenience. <laughs> I just listen. I, I love it. I love them. So yeah. So that's your homework. You're going let me know how it goes. I you, It's one of those things, listen, you can't mess it up. Oh, and I also did want to say this. Um, while we're talking about practical application, right? We talk about that all the time. Like what's the real life ways that we can bring our witchcraft into our real life? Because some of us do choose to separate it. Some of us live in our witchcraft all the, all the time not one of those people, you know, it's, it's a part of my life and is a part of who I am, but it's not my like all encompassing identity. So while I'm saying, you know, cleanse, smudge your phone, your computer, your, your boyfriends, <laughs> if he's acting up, um, you know, whatever your wallet, that's another one. If you want to bring in like some good money, look, wallet, credit cards, all that stuff. We're talking, that's like a real life application. Um, which world application is you're going to want to smudge your crystals, smudge your altar, smudge your candles, smudge, um, your, uh, if you have any like metaphysical jewelry, I have a couple of crystal bracelets, like a crystal and hematite bracelet that I wear when I do readings because it helps me channel like goddess energy a little bit better. I work with goddess cards. Um, yeah, so don't, you know, it's, it's part of your real world. and It's part of your witch world. Don't leave any witch or real stone unturned. You want to make sure you're like knocking it all out. So, um, it's great for your crystals. There's a store in LA that I'm a really, really big fan of called Spellbound Sky. And the reason is besides the fact that it has the most beautiful array of crystals and stones. Oh my gosh. And everyone there is a light worker, just the most wonderful people you've ever talked to. Um, you know, it's not that situation where you go into the store, the witch store and Hey, listen, I I think we kind of talked about this, but like, and every avenue, with all things, there's going to be things that are legitimate and things that are shady and sketchy. It just comes with the territory. There are going to be snake oil salesmen, especially dealing with magic and other worlds and planes of existence and all that stuff. Um, but it's one of those places where I really appreciated that when I walked in, people would tell me things that I needed to hear. It wasn't like, oh, pay me X amount of dollars and I'll take you for a reading in the back. It was... Hey, um, you know, this just spoke to me. Let me tell you this. I so appreciate that because the thing with like witchcraft is, it is a community. Like this whole thing is centered around the idea of a coven. We are a group of people, of spiritual creatures, of adorable little monsters (laughs) that all come together and we meet and we support each other and we send love to each other. And it is really, truly at its core about a sense of community. Um, and so I really appreciate about them. But the, the one thing that really makes me a fan of that store, and if you're in LA, please check them out, is that no matter what you purchase there, they cleanse it with Palo Santo before you take it home. Because when you're in a witch store, there's a lot of little witchy hands, <laughs> witchy and or other hands that come in and touch the stuff. It's very cool to be a witch now, you know, in the past two or three years, it's become very in vogue to be a witch. So you have people that practice magic, people that don't practice magic, and they're just as welcome in our spaces, right? But it doesn't mean that if they've touched all the candles and crystals and pendulums, pendulums, is that what they're called? I, no, they're not called pendulums. What am I thinking of? Okay, it I can't sit here and, and suss this out of my head in front of all of you. Um, or spell books or tarot card packs, whatever the case may be. Um, their energy is still transferring to it. So I really, really appreciated that that store did that. And they, they would hold, like I bought a bracelet, the crystal cola bracelet, and they held the bracelet up on, <clears throat> uh, like a pen or like a wand. And so when they were actually cleaning it with the palisanto, they still weren't touching it with their energy. I, I love that. And I say all that to say, of course, check out that store. But also if you, when you, not if, when, cause we're going to do this, when you bring home your goodies from the witch store, wherever you like to purchase your stuff. Um, make sure you cleanse it out. It's it's you should always be cleaning anyway because like our crystals absorb the energy that we're working with and what we're casting out and our candles do the same. But especially when you're bringing it home for that first time, because you just don't know who's touched it, you don't know what their intention is, you don't know what their wishes are, if they're nefarious, who knows. Um, so yeah, always clean out stuff with Palo Santo when you get it home. Now the question becomes: Well, I bought Palo Santo. How do I cleanse that? <laughs> All right. Well, if you have Selenite lying around and that was our first, our first I oh my gosh, I have a speech in front of it that makes me sound like a toddler. Um, that was our first week's down. If you have selenite, you can use that. Um, it is kind of a self, self-fulfilling prophecy. Like it is a cleanser, Palo Santo and Sage, you don't necessarily need to clean it. But if you feel more comfortable, you can always also get a bottle of Agua de Florida. Another Spanish I will butcher for all of you. So sorry. And um, because the solution is within the bottle, right? Even if the bottle has been handled, the the agua de Florida isn't. So you can spray it down with that. Let it dry. Also, because we're working with fire and because you don't want to ever blow out your sage or your palo santo, your PS, um, it's always good to have like a little ceramic or metal dish. Uh, You can, it doesn't have to be a witch door one. You can get it anywhere, Um, or if you just want to use like, you know, just make sure it's not plastic. So you're not melting or burning anything or releasing toxic fumes. Um, but whatever you have a little ashtray, let's say, and you can't, do people still have ashtrays? Like people, do people still smoke and have ashtrays? Or is that like a very, am I making a very like 1950s (laughs) reference? I don't know. Um, even when I was a smoker, yes, I was a smoker for a while. Um, I lived in France. I thought it was very chic. It, It wasn't, it's horrible. It's a horrible habit. If you are a smoker, um, if you need help quitting, email me cause I got some tips. Um, and if you don't want to quit, Hey, do you, you can do whatever you want as long as it doesn't hurt other people. I mean, I guess secondhand smoke does hurt other people, but you know, as long as you like do it outside away from everyone and do it on your own, it's cool. Whatever. Do whatever you want. Just make yourself happy. Um, but just don't hurt other people. Uh, yeah. But if you, <laughs> if you have an ashtray, whatever, um, little anything that won't catch on fire, melt, burn release anything bad into the atmosphere environment we're struggling as is then you let once you're done with your smudging I personally talk for so long shocker while I'm smudging that it goes out on its own there's like no embers around the wood but if you do still have that allow it to um to go out on its own there and you're good just, you know, be careful with fire as always. A little disclaimer for this podcast forever and always is be careful with fire. Don't do anything reckless with it. Um, just and watch it. Don't leave anything burning or smoldering. Snuff it out if you have to. I'm still not sure if that's the right word. I think it is. Um, but yeah, so that is your smudging breakdown that we kind of had in the first episode, but definitely worth going back to. And our crystal again was Moonstone. And, uh, there was something I want, Oh, about Patreon. That's another thing I wanted to say. Uh, the reason I do not only, not the reason I do, the reason I will keep this podcast accessible to everyone, um, is because which is, like I said, when I go to that store in LA, the way we have existed for millennia, right? So before there was a concept, a modern concept of money, which is, still gathered. We still were in commune with each other. We still in community with each other. We still lived in a society with each other, you know, before, um, they started hanging and staking and burning and drowning us. But <laughs> a conversation for another day, overall persecution of women. Some of them weren't even witches, but you know, um, patriarchy. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna, maybe a witch history would be a fun, uh, bonus episode too. Oh, well not fun because So many of us were persecuted and um, falsely accused also. But if you like history fun, like in a history buff kind of way, we'll, we'll talk about it later. But, um, that's something I wanted to say about the Patreon is we, because we've existed for so long and we kind of deal within ourselves and, you know, we, which shit stays within the, witch within the coven, right? I, find that witches have all kinds of ways of taking care of each other and dealing with each other and solving things. And we are, we do give in every way we can. We barter, we trade. It's always, it's always really nice when you can find someone that is willing to share their gift with you in kind and you're willing to do the same. So I kind of would encourage you all to do something like that this week too. It's not homework. (laughs) I can't give you two assignments. I'm not a monster. But I will encourage all of you to, to find a skill, a gift, whatever you want to call it, that you can trade with another witch and see how you can um, enrich each other's lives with it. If you do readings and they, do, um, they pour their own candles, see if you can do a trade. See if you can barter that skill with them. I, I just love the sense of community. Like I know I talk about it every week and I say community every week, but I, it really is a community. That's what a coven is. We take care of each other. We watch out for each other. We help each other grow. We teach each other. We learn from each other. And it's beautiful. And that is the sense that I really, really, really want to cultivate within the Bad Witch family, you know? And that's why I want to also reiterate, I also want to reiterate again that you are in no way, in no way do you have to contribute to the Patreon at all. I don't. I know for me personally, when I've watched like my podcast that I really love grow and change and become a business instead of just like an artistic or creative venture, um, it, it kind of, some of the magic is taken away from it. And in our case, we can't afford to lose any of our magic the, like magic is why we're all here. You know, that's what we share. So again, no pressure. You do not have to contribute. You, we already Are trading with each other and bartering each other and giving to each other, your listens help me keep this podcast going and help me keep wanting to have this podcast going. And that is more than enough. You've already, you know, traded your listen with my words, I guess. (laughs) So I say it and that that's enough that it truly is. So, um, yeah, this isn't going to go the way of like becoming a business and, I promise this also is going to be like, you said in episode 10 that this was going to be a business and now you're doing ads. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I really want to stay away from that. I want this to always be in its purest form. And, you know, and help me do that. That's, you know, with bartering and shading and giving each other advice and stuff. Help me keep it pure. Help me keep it what you want it to be. I don't want it to lose like its purity and its passion because that's what we all need in this crazy world is that we have a safe, secure place for our magic and for each other and to grow as witches and to practice as witches and to be bad witches. That's what we deserve. We deserve good. We deserve a good space. So that's my little spiel about the Patreon one more time. Um if you want to go and just look at it and check it out, I think it's kind of cute. <laughs> I was I had fun making it. Um, if you want to get a shout out, you know, whatever to your heart content, it's truly whatever. Oh, also if you do send me an email because I haven't starting to get more, which is again, just, uh, makes my heart grow three sizes. Um, if you want me to ever share anything on the podcast, like if you tell me about your dream, uh, diary and your, your journey with that, or about how your smudging went this week, please let me know. I don't want to say your name on the podcast without, um, your permission, obviously, And if you want to give me a fake name, you know, I listen to the read and they always give, well, not always, sometimes they say real names, but they'll give like fake funny names. Um, So if you want me to share what you said, but you don't want your name out there, of course I will respect that. But uh, I love getting your emails and I think some of them are so fascinating and so fun and so adorable. And so I want to be able to share them with the other members of our coven. So if it's cool with you, um, you know, let me know. And if it's not cool with you, let me know. It is all about your consent. You are in control here. I'm never going to share anything you don't want me to share. (sighs) Okay. So I really did just mean to come on and um, talk about Mercury and that's it. But we just did a full episode. (laughs) Have you ever, okay. I just think about this every week and I'm just going to say this because it's in my mind every week when I do this podcast, it's not. It doesn't matter. And it means nothing to what we're doing here. But did you ever watch like VH1's Behind the Music and they would talk about, um, like the Jackson, oof, maybe I shouldn't bring up the Jackson family right now. Okay. never mind, Not that. But they would talk about the Osmonds and how Donnie and Marie were known as like one take Osmonds and they always had to get it perfectly the first take and we're having like, <laughs> crazy anxiety about it. That's how I feel about this podcast. I feel like a one take Osmonds. <laughs> like... I got to sit down, put it out in one take, not take a bunch of breaks, not come back to it tomorrow. Like it's now or never. <laughs> it was just like a silly pressure I put on myself and it always makes me think of behind the music. But yeah, so I'm a one take Mickey, putting it out there. Um, it's just because I want to give it to you the best I can. And sometimes when I sit down <clears throat> and just let it run, it, it goes okay. All right. So smudging, spring cleaning, uh, Moonstone. Is that it? everything we have going on this week. I think so. All right, my loves, I will talk to you next Wednesday. I hope you all have a wonderful week. I hope you all do your homework. I hope you, uh, have been finding little ways to build on the homework we've already had. I hope you check in with me, the bad witch podcast at gmail.com. And I will talk to you soon. Love you. Love you. Love you. Goodbye.